This is an ABC podcast. It's time to get out and about in the garden with Rowanna and Sabrina here on ABC Radio Perth and WA. Been waiting two weeks to see your smiling face. Roll, Anna, don't you look bloody chilled? Chilled, my dear. This chair doesn't recline far <laughs> enough. <laughs> two weeks in Tassie, you lucky duck. Someone's got to do it. I oh, know. Is it still as beautiful as ever? Did you actually get to see More any beautiful. sun? Yes. Was sun? Do you know, every single day was sun. Really? Every single day. And there were moments of cloud cover and they lasted like 30 minutes and the whole sky would be um, grey. Wow. And then the whole would move out and just most beautiful. Like I, I can't tell you how glorious in words the weather was. Mm. Um, Mount Wellington was fully visible when I went up there. Wow. Like from Yeah, from Hobart looking up, you could see the top. It was The weather was magic. Did you climb Mount Wellington? I drove up Mount Wellington. <laughs> <laughs> Bella. You should have said in a manner of speaking. <laughs> I um, what did you say? Something the summit. Um, I, I did walk sections of it. Yeah, oh, I did cool. an hour and a half little trek. That's through. enough. Yeah, I thought Good so. Grief. For me. You get the view and everything. Exactly. Got a bit of a look, <laughs> but yeah. As for the very top, do you know when I was got to the very top though, the wind was so strong, oh, yeah, and I was is. thinking about you know walking up there or what, those what things that those types of crazy people do and stuff. <laughs> To take my selfie, Sab, I had to hold my camera oh, with two oh. hands. I was like that on Bluff Knoll once. Yeah, yeah. It was so windy up there, but it's so Knoll. beautiful. And Tassie is just absolutely glorious, isn't it? Doesn't matter where you turn, there's a gin bar somewhere. I was just about to say, <laughs> when was the last time you were there? Because the gin distilleries ah, are everywhere. Off the charts. Oh, they do a good gin over Amazing. there. Well, several really good. In fact, a lot of well, gins. That, that was the thing that um, surprised me most was that I recognised most of the names ah. of these because they're stocked. Every, yeah, they're yeah. the biggest yeah. supply, something, yeah. you know, one of the biggest suppliers of gin yeah. Yeah. in Australia. So um, what I more hope could you, I want? For I hope you supported the local endeavours of the gin <laughs> distilleries there. Someone said to me when I got back, um, oh, so roughly how much did like the trip cost? <laughs> Who knows? What kind of holiday do you <laughs> Never. Keep in a, you don't. No. You don't. <laughs> you don't add it up. That's not why you go on holidays. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I had well, a good it's, time. it's lovely to have you back. Joe did you. a champion job in your I absence. I would expect nothing less. Yes. So, um, so we did miss you. And because I'm so happy to have you back, I've, I've picked a Sausage special. Rolls. Oh. 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 No. oh. No, I, you couldn't do it today. You've no, got adventures on uh, this afternoon. Uh, we're off to Jess and I are off to Wildcat Wild Catchem Wiley. Mm. As soon as we finish here, we're heading out for a long table lunch. It'd be nice if you invited me to some girls. of these gigs. Oh, well, you weren't here, you know. In your absence, <sighs> right, I just forget fine. about you altogether. <laughs> 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 no, I don't, Ro. Sure. No, I don't. Um, a text, 0437922720. Can we please acknowledge and celebrate that Jilba, Jilba is here? Oh, yes. Of course we can, the season of Jilba. Jilba is definitely here and we got a taste of Jilba like two days ago as we basked. Looked up in the sky and it was blue, not uh, grey. And, and when and you look warmth. down, look for yellow. Jilba, yeah. characterised by yellow. Everywhere. The waddle, the bottle brush. Everywhere. The, yeah. We've been to Wickerpin, Chapman Valley, the wattles. Are, in fact, just everything is about to pop, including the yellow Lashenaltia. So, yeah, a lot of yellow. Beautiful time of year. Mm.
All right, should we get into some of these calls or text messages and make you earn your cake? Yeah, I guess so. Come on then. Well, let's go to Joe from Nedlands. Good morning, Joe. Hello. Usual. Oh, sorry, Joe. Um, I clipped you at the start there. We'll start again. Good morning. (laughs) uh, Good morning. Um, My question is probably a bit unusual. Oh, we Um, like those. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I've got an orange tree and um, I want to discourage... um, fruit fry pro- problems in the past yes. and also rat problems. So last year I tried feeding um, the orange tree successively, um, successively, not but not successful, yep. um, nitrogen, yes. lawn fertilizers to cause um, bud drop, flower drop, fruit drop in its miniature state. Um, uh, I was unsuccessful. I was wondering whether you could um, recommend anything so that I can... Um, Yep. The oranges this coming spring will lose their oranges because I don't want to lose the tree no. as such, but I don't want it to fruit. No. Very easy, Joe. Simple as a pair of secateurs. So all the orange trees now will be putting on their flowers for next year's crop. And all you do is you tip prune your orange tree. So you get out with a little pair of um, those big scissor pruners, hedging pruners. You just cut the flowers off and that's it. No oranges. Simple as that, Joe. Rats. Now, last week we had two callers ring in about growing catmint under their trees and the rats do not like the catmint. Hmm. So try growing catmint, which you can do under a citrus tree. Love it. Catmint. Mm. It's a herb. Very aromatic, has lots of oils in it. So maybe rats who prefer the smell of sewage, um, you know, catmint might be a bit too wussy for them, a little, mm. little bit too, oh, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want to smell nice. Oh, there you go, Joe. Good luck with that. Bev just showed us shot us a note to say that all the best people were born in while Catchem. I totally agree and I'm going to hopefully get to meet a lot of you today. <laughs> uh, 1300 if you've got a question for Sab, we've got some lines open so don't be shy, jump on the phones. Lisa sent us a text, could you please tell me what the hairy black caterpillars in my garden will evolve into, moth or butterfly? Moth. Neither of the hairy ones are butterflies so you've got the Cape Lilac uh well, it's probably a bit early for the Cape Lilac caterpillar, but you've got the hawk moth as well, which is a hairy Mary. Um, and I would suggest it's them at the moment because they're decimating my entire garden. If you do have a Cape Lilac tree nearby, it might be the Cape Lilac moth, but more than likely it will be the hawk moth. There you go, Lisa. Pauline in Esperance writes, are the leaves on pawpaw curling upward because of cool conditions? Yes. It still has fruit. Should I feed it something special? Okay, yes, uh, it is. Yes and yes. So um, because we're in Jilba and it's warming up, uh, you can start fertilising stuff now. Ah. So liquid fertiliser for your pawpaw. Okay. For your you pawpaw. Pawpaw. Angela in Ocean Reef would like to know, can I dig in the fermented contents of my bokashi? Yep. Yes. Yep. Back in good form. Bucket around my lemon tree or is it too acidic? No, no, it won't be too acidic. In fact, your lemon tree will suck it up and go, thank you very much, Angela. Thank you, Mama, for the rabbits. Yep. Fiona, I have a kaffir lime tree I'm giving away to a friend. Is it okay to dig it up now at this time of year? I live in Albany. No problem whatsoever, Fiona. Get out there with your little shovel and dig, dig, dig. At this 
rate, we're going to run out of content by 20 plus nine. <laughs> <laughs> but I like it, Sam. I like it. This is the day to get your questions yeah, in because yeah, there's no on. messing around with responses. <laughs> Trish, could, Trish, Trish would like to know, could you please recommend a fast-growing petite climber suitable for use on a wall trellis as shown in this picture? So what Trish has sent us is a beautiful picture of, I would say that that's a Trachylospermum jasminoides. Go again. Trachylospermum jasminoides, <laughs> or what we would like to call the Chinese star jasmine. Ah. So it has been espaliered in a diamond shape. So now, if you live on the coastal strip, Trish, your Chinese star jasmine will always be yellow and look poorly because it doesn't like alkaline soil. But you could use, so if you want a petite climber, then you could use something like the um, Petria, which is uh, the sandpaper vine. You could use a Mandevilla, but remember it flowers and some people may not want flowers. Can't imagine why not, but some people just want green. Oh. Yeah, that's right, yep. just green. Um, you could also use the Lonicera purpurea or the purple honeysuckle, which will require a lot of pruning, but by the jolly jingos, it looks gorgeous. <laughs> By the jolly jingos. Um, Tim, thank you for your message. Hi, Ro. Pleased that you enjoyed your holiday in Tassie and the weather was kind to you. I left there in 1970 to escape the cold. All my siblings still live there and we'll have three weeks there in November. Ciao oh, glorious, glorious. Oh, you probably just snuck back in, didn't you? What do you mean snuck back in? <laughs> Some kind of fugitive or something? <laughs> I know. Tasmania is safe, isn't it? You weren't yeah. coming from Sydney. <laughs> no, no, but you, I wasn't. But you and may I flew have direct to in. Hobart and I flew direct back from Hobart. So while I'm giving you hugs, I'm not giving you any germs, okay? <laughs> Let's head back to the calls. Stuart from Nedlands has given us a phone call. Good morning to you. Yes, good morning. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, a quick question for you. I want to be space efficient for the for our backyard. Yeah. And I um, wanted to ask, what would you recommend, what kind of creeper would you recommend to grow on a colour bond uh, fence? Do you, do you want something self-clinging or are you going to yeah. put stuff up? Yeah, yeah some, something self-clinging if that's possible. Okay, so you've got... Um, the Parthenocissus, like the Boston ivy, is really beautiful and that will cling on, not not from Star Wars kind of cling on. Oh, no, what's that? The Star Trek. Not the Klingons from Star Trek, although they may stick to the wall. One never knows. I haven't looked into that enough. But um, so you could use the Boston ivy, which I think is a really beautiful self-clinging plant. Um, people, I know people use ficus pumula, which is the the little miniature fig. But what happens, Stuart, is it gets totally out of control, and it's just too hard to pull back. So I'd go the Boston Ivy. Thank, thank you very much. My Thanks pleasure. Yeah, and enjoy wildcats, and it's wonderful. I know, <laughs> and the wildflowers will be oh. in abundance. Yeah, we're gonna. We're, I'm gonna have to have a meeting here at the ABC and say we need to be let loose. Although you got I let loose so. at City Farm last week. Yeah, so. I did. I didn't. It was extremely well behaved. Do you know, I didn't buy a single plant. Is that a, a significant achievement? Yeah, for you? yeah, yeah. It's got. What about um, 
oysters or in their little oh, fish. Oh, the seafood, the seafood yeah. place. Nothing no, because either. we were heading straight to Wickapin. You don't so, stop, do you? No, was it Wikipin? I don't know. We went somewhere immediately after that. and can't remember. You know, <laughs> I don't know what it was. It's all it was blur. a week ago. It was. Um, thank you to Helen for sending us a beautiful photo of oh, Everlastings from Malawa. That. Good morning, Team ABC. Malawa yesterday gave an amazing display of wildflowers. <sighs> Sab's been talking about going to Kings Park. I reckon we up and go to Malawa or I, I reckon so. somewhere. Absolutely. Get them out amongst the people. Yeah, and we could go there for breakfast and stay for a long table lunch. <laughs> Yes, yes. Well, there's we no could. point in driving all that way for one meal and one set of wildflowers. Oh, and you want to invest in the local economy and totally. Yeah, I'm with you, Ro. All right, we'll talk to Sarah and Danielle about it on Monday. Okay. Josh, you make note of that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's head to Greg, who's in North Perth. Good morning, Greg. Oh, hello, yes. Greg. Hello. Good morning. Welcome, welcome back to Ro. Thank you. Although I don't know how she got across to Tasmania and back again. Mm. In she's, a plane. She, she's, Boeing she's 737. At, she's good at flying. <laughs> she's not scared of flying. <laughs> no stops in the eastern states. Not a single oh, stop. Direct no. Perth to Hobart and back again. That's the good thing about living in Perth, actually. You can go direct to all sorts of things. I thought quite. We should do an OB at Christmas Island or, you know. Oh, good. Yeah. Hmm. Anyhow, put... my, my question. Yes, yes, Greg. About 12 months ago, I bought uh, a little lime tree. Yes. Nice little lines on it. Yeah. And as it's progressed through, mm-hmm. instead of going having round little lines on it, mm-hmm. it seems to have gone flattish. Ah. It's gone sort of yellowish. Oh. And taken one off recently and opened it and it looked segmented like oh. a mandarin. Well, that what? is definitely not a lime, Greg. Now, what happens with citrus is. Nearly all our citrus are grafted. Very few are grown from a cutting uh, and none are grown from seed. So I would say that your lime tree has been mislabeled and what you do have is a mandarin tree. Yes, I thought that. <laughs> so is it in a pot or in the ground, Greg? It's in a pot. Well, I was wondering if it would revert back to the No. 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 What you have, Sorry. you will always have a mandarin tree. Well, there's probably nothing wrong with that. But I was <laughs> Good on um, you, Greg. If you didn't want said mandarin tree, you can buy all... A lime tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can just dig it up, take it back and say, this is not a lime tree, it is a mandarin tree, and they will replace it for you for nothing. Well, they won't because the little place I bought it from is... Disappeared with the economy. It's gone. Oh, no. Oh, well, mm. now you will have – go and get a lime tree and then you'll have a lime and a mandarin tree. That sounds a good solution. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> Marvellous. Thanks for giving us a call, Greg. If you want to do the same from home, 1300 720 is the number you need or you can do like so many others doing and send us a text, 0437 Rob in Yanjabup would like to know, Sab, is it possible to divide kangaroo paws? And if so, when is the best time? Well, autumn is really the best time, Rob. But, you know, as a gardener, I will tell you in all honesty, the best time to do stuff is when you've got time. So... So they'll all be they'll all be popping up their little heads with flowers soon, but hell, you know, if you've got time, dig them up, divide them up. Now, don't do what I have to do sometimes and divide your plants up with a tomahawk. 
because sometimes it's a little bit too severe on the Jeez. on the roots. Um, so you're better off just prizing them apart or using even a saw, a reciprocating saw. Should you have one in your cartel of? <laughs> I saw the most at last week at there where we were city, city farm. farm um one of the guys that works at a nursery bought in his latest toy and it is a handheld battery powered chainsaw the blade on it is only about 15 centimeters long and you hold it in your hand does that Oh, I was so impressed. Those of you playing along at home could hear the excitement in Sab's voice. The only thing you missed out on was the look in her eye, which I'm not sure whether it was exciting or frightening. Oh, a new toy. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, Helen sent us a message to say Rusty's Cafe at the Mullawa Sports Club will be able to sort our long table lunch. Oh, no worries at all. Good on you, Rusty. So we'll write that down. We've got logistics getting sorted yes, as we go. Marvellous. Um, Sharon says, I bought two normal size apple trees mm. and want to put them next to the fence. Mm. Is that a stupid place to put them, no. Sabrina? No. I'm on a 500 metre squared block. Yep alternative is in with my natives. Do not put it in with your native plants. I would put them, they will love being against the fence. Apple trees like to have something to, you know, lean on. Yeah, yeah. No, perfect spot for them. And the other thing about if you've got the semi-dwarf apples or the dwarf apples is that you rarely ever have to prune them. Hmm. Win-win. Uh, we'll keep rolling through these texts, but the phone lines are open if you want to get a call into Sab. Today could be your lucky day, 1300 Maybe they're all watching the Avon Descent. They could be all in Northern. Yeah. A big shout out to Sister Mary and Lynette who are doing the Avon Descent and they're in their walkers. In their walkers. Outriggers. Ah. Um, she'll be a bit of a hairy ride, I reckon. You two come back safe and sound. Hope you've got your helmets on because it's going to be a cracker this year. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to going having a look tomorrow. Um, Sam in Joel Barragup. Joel mm, Barragup. That's a new one for me. Joel Barragup. Um, I want to plant some shrubs to screen out my neighbours. understand that. I'm south of Nanup in very gravelly soil. Any suggestions, Sab? Uh, okay, so I would go native. Um, so you've got the uh, Dodonia or the purple hop bush is a nice screening plant that will do very well in gravel. You've got uh, a lot of the grevilleas, uh, Wimpara gem will do well in the gravel. You've got uh, – you could even put in some of the uh, potosporums that'll do well in gravel. So whack a few of those in. Kunzia probably won't get big enough. Um, oh, the some of the melaleucas will do well in gravel as well. Okay. So, um, tell me a little bit about Wild Catchem. So when you head out there today, mm-hmm. do you just – Drink wine and, a t- and eat lunch. Oh, it's all hard work. There's none of that. No. Okay. Oh no. I'll be doing. I'll be Garden doing a riveting, or... riveting talk. I'm doing. A, I'm. I'm one of the guest speakers at the World oh. Catchem Long Table Lunch. So I'll be inspiring them with great wonders of my knowledge. So why have you got that great big bloody esky out there? That you're <laughs> <on>? <laughs> and your daughter to drive you. 
<laughs> well, I don't wish to appear to be rude because country people have marvellous hospitality. <laughs> yeah, they do. So, so you know, I don't want them to be disappointed with me saying, no, I've become vegan and I'm not drinking not alcohol drinking, yeah. anymore. So what are you, um, what's your talk going to be on today? I don't know. That's why you've got two hours to work it out, don't you? Pull something I, out of the kit bag. I really am. When I do gigs, it's more like being a stand-up comedian than anything else. And then Can't I do, imagine you doing that. And then I do Q&A. People bring their questions or sometimes they bring out their dead and die. So essentially you're taking roots and shoots on the road, That's just exactly- leaving me home. That's exactly what it cool. is. Well, we'll be a we'll be a tag team the next gig. Well, come to me with Cal- into Kalgoorlie next. <laughs> no, no, you and I can't go together. <laughs> oh, come no, on, no, 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 no. Come on. What about Derby? I'm going to Derby I'm the in. week I'm after. In. All right, great, done. All right, we'll jump back on the phones. Okay, Ooh, we're running really close to Sab's pick of the week. So oh, we're, we're f- dancing. Not today, ro- we're going to dance? We're dancing today, but we're not romancing. We're just dancing. Okay. We've got to wait five minutes for that one. So let's yep. go to Linda from Redcliffe while we wait for that. How are you going, Linda? Yeah, really good. Thank you. What can we do for you today, Linda? Yeah. Hi, Sabrina. Um, I've got a silver princess gungaroo tree. Um, yeah. Look, established about four years in the ground, but I want to renovate my front yard and I can't keep the tree. Right. Can I... Can I transplant it? You know, like, can I, you know, say to someone, come and get this gorgeous tree and um, take it away and give it a new home? Not a hope in hell, Linda. Oh, damn. <laughs> I thought I might as well get <laughs> straight you to down the point. gently. <laughs> <laughs> I Thanks just thought. So much. <laughs> well, you know, I, I like to, I don't want to give people false hope, um, yeah. but very, very, very slim chance, like about 5% of you digging that up once it's been in the ground for four years. Yeah. Uh, it, it won't survive, Linda. I'm sorry. Oh, I know, it breaks your heart. But maybe mm, maybe I need to one. renovate around it. Well, you know, that's what they do in many in, – in, I noticed when I went to northern Queensland, people, <laughs> shops, businesses, homes, <laughs> they just design them around the trees. Yes, but great you, idea. You, they were there first. Yeah, exactly. But you want that tree to live for a long time if you're going to do that. But it's good because Silver Princess does live for a long time. Yeah, and look, and they're delightful. It's my favourite. But oh, um, oh well, thanks, thanks for spoiling my Saturday. Oh, really, awesome. Linda, I'm so sorry. Could be worse. You could be a Dockers supporter. Hey, hey, hey. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not. All good. Green. Uh, no, sorry. Um, what colour is it? Blue and yellow. Yeah, that's me. Oh wow, I think that line was breaking up. I don't know what I'm going to do about yours. <sighs> it's hard work being a Dockers supporter. Um, Dee from Denmark, my friend Nat Kilminster is also speaking at the Wiley Long Table Lunch. Ah. She also has a hooting laugh. Oh, Ripper. Wish I was there to enjoy you both. <laughs> now, you'll probably hear us both <laughs> from up say. there then. Yep, there's probably a fair chance. It's interesting because they say, will you need a microphone? I, know, I doubt that very much. <laughs> But if you do give me one, I'd turn the levels really low. <laughs> Philip from Forest Vale, good morning to you. Uh, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. I'd like to ask Dr. Sabrina about uh, my chestnut trees I got. Yes. Question. I got two of them. Uh, one got very thick foliage, another one is a uh, sort of bit spicy. I yes. believe one is male, one female. Right. And. 
and run with thick foliage, gets lots of those prickly, like, uh, whatever, like fruit, but yeah, yeah. no fruit inside. I, I, inside is nothing more Ah, like. so they're empty inside. Yeah, yeah. maybe only 10% of them got fruit in. Okay. That, um, that's a pollination problem, Philip. So when the, when the trees are flowering, you may not have enough insect pollinators that are pollinating the tree. So maybe put some, um, get some shrubs around the chestnut trees so that it encourages more insects to, to come around and then that should solve that problem. There you go, Philip. Good luck with that one. I'll take one more call before we have your pick of the week. Let's go to Melissa, who's in Waterman Bay. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Rose. Melissa Taylor calling. Oh, hi, Melissa. Nice to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, you too. Yeah, you've got a cracking show, going. It's really fun. I like it. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, um, so I've got a question around bush uh, food plants yeah. for, the co- for the coast. Right. Apart from, the only one I know is Warrigal Greens, which grows prolifically. Yes. Um, but I'm looking for actual plants. Can you give me any hints? Yes. Now, there's a guy that specialises in uh, growing uh, bush tucker stuff. Number one, if you, I highly recommend you go and do the bush tucker tour at Kings Park. It's really, really good. It's all the local plants. Um, the Kings Park Plant Festival starts on the 1st of September and they will have local Indigenous people taking those tours through the, the all the food plants and it's a really, really fantastic tour. Um, and then the guy that grows a lot of the plants, uh, their plants are sold in all the local nurseries but also in hardware stores. Um, okay. You don't buy them direct from him. But I would, I would go, I would do one of those tours because then you get to see the plant, know which part you can eat, understand its life cycle, stuff like that. Melissa? Yeah, I guess it's more it's more about the fact that we have a lot of salt. I'm very close to the You've coast. got salt? Okay. Uh, yeah. Um salt well, s- salt air as in Yeah, 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 yeah. Which which <laughs> yeah, so it settles on the leaves of the plants. Yeah. yeah um nice. well there are there will be in that tour you will see a lot of the coastal plants that will actually so all the rhodias, the atroplex or the salt bushes grow really well. Um if you go to the Tuckerbush website, they will have information on plants that will actually grow in salt-laden winds. Tuckerbush. Mm. Yep. Mm. All yep. right. Good luck with that, Melissa. Nice to hear from you. Melissa was um, CEO up at Columbaroo Community and oh, was up the Peninsula Melissa. for yes, a while. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I thought I knew the nice name. To- Hear from her. All right. Well, I think we can keep people waiting any longer, sir. Oh, no, let's You know, dance. this is what they tune in for at 9.30 on a Saturday morning. It is that time again. It is. Sabrina's musical pick of the week. Pick, pick of the week. I know you're going to dig this. Here we go now. Go on, hit us with an intro. What have okay. you got? Okay, got the little little indie band from Queensland called the Jungle Giants. Great little band. Have some awesome little dance tracks. So 
I want everyone to get up now. Like Jess and Josh are in the in, behind the studio. We're, Ro and I'll get up. We're going to jiggle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> probably the wrong term. Uh, <laughs> Got four and a half minutes to get it back together. <laughs> it's called something got between its row. <laughs> Here it is. It's 27 <laughs> 10 on ABC Radio Perth. <laughs> Well, that was unoffensive. Absolutely. It was, come on, get down. Yeah, yeah, it was that too. Yeah, I like the little timpani bit at the end there. That was pretty. I have to say, your moves are pretty good, Ro. Thank you. I thought so too. They're even better in about mm, (laughs) 2am. I keep those for a select few. Um, no one's sent through any feedback yet. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm imagining that the system's just been yeah, overloaded yeah. and it will all well, flood been, in a moment. They've been they've been jiggling as well. So. Another good song pick from Sabrina. There Couldn't keep still. Loved it, Chris in Basso. Good on you, Chris. There you go. Zero four three seven nine double two seven twenty. The Jungle Giants, something mm. got between us. You can mm. tell us what you thought of that one. We have got a full bank of calls now, so we probably oh, let's rip. should not make it just about you and I chatting no, and take some not. calls. Oh, okay. All right. Sharon in Gooseberry Hill, good morning to you. Oh, good morning, Sabrina. Good morning, Ladies, Sharon. Ladies, how are you going? Oh, very well. Good. No, I love the song. Thank you. Oh, there you go. Fabulous. I <laughs> uh, send a photo through of my blueberries. I've got them in pots and they've been a little bit neglected lately. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to, they really need some repotting. Yep. But they are, they are starting to flower. So I'm just concerned if I do that, am I just going to knock all of the new flower no. buds off? No. Sharon, if you're, if you're careful when you take them out of the pot, it's not going to make any difference to them. Okay. And at what stage do they need to go into a bigger pot? I don't know if you've got the photo there, but um, they've mm-hmm. been in the pot for quite a while and, you know, they're probably about half, probably close to 800 um, centimetres high. Okay. Um, so I'm just wondering, you know, is it better to put them in a bigger pot or yeah. they should be okay? No, no, I, I would put them in a bigger pot, Sharon, definitely. They'll fairly go gangbusters. There you go, Sharon. Good luck with that. Um I was too busy enjoying the music. Nice pick, Sab. That was from Donna in Mossman Park. Mum and I loved it. She gets the gardening and I get the Triple J music. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, see, we please everyone. Love the music. Another text. Yep. You're just so happy this morning. All right, let's go to Mari, who's down in Albany. Good morning, Mari. Hello. How are you going? Hi, Sabrina. Hello, Mari. Hello. I have a um, pincushion hake here, which is about... Two metres high, I guess. It, it went last winter, actually, like in July, about just over 12 months ago. We had a lot of rain at once and the whole thing fell over. Oh. And so now we had to push really hard to stake it and yeah. hold it up. Yep. So I imagine it's still leaning hard on these stakes. Yeah. I'm wondering, should I – I want to get rid of the stakes eventually. Should I leave it a few years or should I you take would, it out while it's young? No, no, no. You would definitely need to leave it on for another year, Mari. So have no. you cut the – have you pruned the hakea back at all? No, no. Well, I would also give it a bit of a haircut. 
Oh, so okay. you can't go. Hoping not to touch it. <laughs> well, I, I mean, you can't. So you you can't touch it until it's been repositioned for about six months, and right. then after it's been staked for six months, then you can give it a little haircut, but no more okay. than a third. A third, yeah. okay. No worries. Yeah. Good. Thanks for that. Okay. Thanks, Thanks. Mari. Mari will rip through a few more feedback texts. Win a, win a track, Sabby. Thank you. Save to my playlist. That was oh. Sue. Song almost as crazy as the Sabrina Cackle. <laughs> <laughs> right on cue. Um, where's my earplugs? Oh, I guess that's someone yeah. not really liking it. Didn't think they were keen on it. Oh, this is interesting. Loved it, Sab. Was mm-hmm. glute dancing in bed. Right. Glute oh, dancing. That's where you just maybe squeeze your gluteus maximus Together, cheeks. in and out. You know, you do that row. Yeah. Oh, I'm with you. That, that <laughs> kind of thing. Carry your balls from. <laughs> like it. Um, yep, that's all the feedback. So Ripper. Oh, it's a winner. <laughs> it is a winner. I think you, there were definitely more likes than dislikes. Yes, so, true. Yep. We really should make a playlist, shouldn't we? Absolutely. Like my stuff oh. goes off, Ro. All right, Josh, there's yeah, another so, task. I think we've left, so, this, left him a list of... I tell you what, at the end of this year, we're mm. going to come out with a Roots and Shoots... Playlist. Playlist. That would be cool. Our listeners can download and rock their little socks off. Yeah, you're all over it. Let's do it. Uh, Let's go to Sandra, who's in Brentwood. Good morning, Sandra. Yeah, good morning, all. Uh, Sabrina, uh, I've got a a very tall French pansy that I want to cut back. Yes. But I don't know how to go about it. Okay. Where do I cut? Now, is this the. This isn't the native frangipani, this is the Hawaiian frangipani? That's right, the Hawaiian one, yes. All righty. Well, you can go as hard as you want, Sandra. Okay, then. So when I cut it right back, where does it all start shooting again from for the leaves and that? Has that come up out the top? Yes, it will. From of, where, the, of, yeah, of your pruning, yeah. your pruning cuts, yeah, yes. When I was looking at it yesterday and I'm thinking, now, if I cut it there... Is that going to, that little knob going to come out the top? So yes. that's exactly what will happen. Well, that's that little exact- knob will come out. Yep, that's yep. exactly what okay, will happen. Then. Um, yes. Now, don't prune. It's still a bit cold to prune, Sandra, so you don't prune it mid- in winter. I know we're in Julba, but uh, the nights are still cool. So yep. I would leave it. What are we in now? What are we in? August. 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 Yeah. August. Uh, we're about to leave August fairly soon, though. Uh, yep. So I would leave it till the end of September and then yes. prune away. Go for it. Yeah. Yep. So, um, so when do they start shooting again? Well, usually, uh, well, they've been a bit later lately. So they don't usually shoot away until about November now. Um, that's why you prune them in September and then they shoot away in November. Now, you won't get flowers for the first year, but, you know, that's okay. Patience is a virtue. It is. Good things come to those who wait and all that jazz. Apparently. Good on you, Sandra. Thanks for giving us a call this morning. Thanks to Emma in Augusta for your lovely text. Thank God for Roots and Shoots. The only thing on the ABC worth listening to now. (laughs) You girls are fantastic. I'm just going to focus on the compliment in there. And ignore the fact that my other three hours of radio beforehand are not worth listening to. <laughs> Thank you, Emma. Um, let's head to Janice, who's in Geraldton. Good morning, Janice. 
Oh, good morning, ladies. Um, just before I head out to the lovely Chapman Valley this morning, yeah, I oh, just want to ask about. I <laughs> know. Oh, I thought you might be jealous. Oh. <laughs> Pub's nearly open. Oh yes, I've heard. I've oh, heard on the wind. Had... All the locals were saying, "Oh, it won't be long now." Yeah. Yes, well, yes, well, might have to get back to you on that one. Let you know. <laughs> um, I have a very old hibiscus, and I've been trying to do all the things that I've heard you say before about the tape with that um, nice smelly stuff on it that we rub on our chest. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And um, it is just absolutely covered in mealy bargain ants. They're having a wonderful time. And it's right next to my fish pond where I have a lot, a lot of frogs and fish. Ah, okay. And it's got a bit of collar rot, and I just don't want to lose this old Mrs. Johnson hibiscus. So So Mrs. Johnson, Uh, well, first of all, let's get rid of the mealy bug. Yes. So you're going to have to go to a potassium soap because you've got the fishies. So yeah. change your spray to a potassium soap. Yeah. Which you can spray the plant with. Okay. Yeah. And then you're going to have to spray the plant with an anti rot. Yes. And that. make yep. sure you get it down down to the trunk as well. Yeah, into the bark. Um, Yeah, Mm. and then um, in between the two potassium soap sprays, you're going to have to high-pressure hose those mealybugs off. Yeah. Okay? So you're going to do two-week-apart sprays because now the mealybug, now it's warming up, they are going to go to gangbusters. They are. Yes. Yeah, so, so potassium soap, two lots of potassium soap? Yes, one yes. Potassium, yeah, two lots of potassium yep. soap. Two weeks in between. Two. Yep. And yep. then in between those sprays and it, so in between the two sprays and three days after the second spray, you're going to high-pressure hose. Oh, what about the anti-rot? The anti-rot you're not going to do until after you've done the, the soap sprays. And the high yeah. pressure hosing, then yep. you do the after the final high pressure hose, then you do the anti rot. Oh, anti rot mm. only once. Yep. Only once after high yep. pressure hose. So. That's it. Radio. Yep. Okay. Good on you, Janice. That's Thanks for go. giving us the call. Enjoy your day in the valley. Um, Tracy writes Hi, lovely ladies. That's why her text got bumped to the top. I have a crepe myrtle tree which has been in a large pot for nearly 10 years. Hasn't grown a lot. It's about one and a half metres high, four centimetre trunk diameter, but seems quite healthy. What are its chances of surviving and will it grow any more if I plant it out? And what what can I do, if anything, to increase its chances? Tracy's in West lives west of Denmark. Yeah, yeah, you definitely um, put it in the ground. It'll go, it'll love it. It'll just go, woohoo. Now my root system can just go. Do what it wants to do. And grow up big and strong. So good time to do it now. Put it in the hole with some compost, bit of cow poo. Um, give it some little bit of love and a little bit of a talking to. Say, so come on now. Um, that works. Yep, and okay. away it'll go. Good luck, Tracy. Jackson in Fremantle, I've been collecting eggshells and crushing them down. What's the best thing to use them for? Well, it stops snails from crawling over your stuff. You can dig it. You need If you want it as a soil conditioner, maybe conditioner, well, sort of. Anyway, dig it into the ground. Um, don't do that if you've got rats because they love, they love 
eggshells. Oh, okay. Jenny wants to know, we've brought a few acres near Wagen and want to plant small trees to re-green it. Can we have a few recommendations, please, Sab? Now, um, in Wagen, so you really, I can give you recommendations, but there's not much point unless you can access them near where you live because the local nurseries know what do well. There is a, if you Google native nurseries, Perth, I know that's nowhere near Wagen, but they can um, ship trees down and they have lots and lots of trees in, uh, in little root runners. So they're seedling trees. It's far more economical. So I would do that. So just Google native tree nurseries or native plants Perth and there will be wholesale nurseries that come up that supply lots and lots and lots of tube stock. All right, let's head back to the phones, 1300 222 Hello, Anne, you're in Rockingham. Good morning, ladies. How are you? Very well, Anne. <laughs> I have a sea urchin hakea that is in jeopardy because of building next door. So last year I managed to strike some seeds. Oh, fantastic. They've been doing okay in the little punnets, but when I transferred them into small pots, they're all slowly dying. They're not not, um, flourishing at all. And I wondered if there was any suggestions. Um, now, hakeas are a bit like banksias in that they do not like root disturbance. Uh, if you transplant them in the cold, they don't like that either. They prefer to be transplanted in much warmer weather. With hakeas, you're better off growing them in those coir peat pots because you can then put the coir peat pot, pot into a bigger pot without disturbing the roots because the, the coir peat breaks down after um, about six months. So I would, any, any other um, seeds that you're germinating, germinate them in the coir peat pot um, and, and don't transplant anything until sort of mid to late spring. All right. Thank you for your call, Anne. Let's head straight to Sharon, who's in Joondalup. Good morning, Sharon. Yes. Hello, ladies. Hello, Sharon. Okay, cherry trees. Yes. I have um, – I want to get one. Yep. Um, it's going to be for like a patio-type small cottage garden, although I already have 28 fruit trees. Right. But I make a really mean cherry jam with chambard, so I want my own cherries. Right. What do you suggest? That you don't buy a cherry tree at all, Sharon. That's what I'm oh. going to suggest. <laughs> Just crushing well, dreams today, Sab. I know. I'm ruthless this morning. Now, the thing is, Sharon, even the ones they say are a low-chill cherry, you will not get cherries. You might get one or two maximum, but that cherry tree is never going to get cold enough to provide you with cherries. It's awesome. Okay. I am so sorry. They're a beautiful tree. Just, yeah. Put an almond tree in or Just a peach tree. Just extend the mortgage tree. and get yeah, more cherries. I've got a peach tree. <laughs> You've got, got a peach tree. Green. I've got apples. I've got right. pears. I've got mulberries. Oh. I've got figs. Oh. I've got oranges. I've got limes. Oh, I've great. Mandarins. Oh, Rowan, I'll come to Wait, your what, place. Where was it, Joondalup? <laughs> <laughs> I'll make my own jams and oh, marmalade. Fantastic. And, um, 
Yeah, but the, the, the black cherry jam with Schombard is just ah, to die for. I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> then just jump um, through. Unfortunately, Sharon, you're going to have to buy your cherries. Okay. I'm no so worries. sorry. <laughs> That's good to know before I go and do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks, Sharon. Thank you very much, ladies. Have a good day. Thank we you. will. Thank you. Let's head straight to David now, who's in Parkerville. Hi, David. Hi. How's things? Good. Very well, David. Are you enjoying the sunshine? I am enjoying the sunshine like you would not believe, but Fantastic. I'm not looking forward to not looking forward to having to spend too much time in it today. Oh, why is that? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get sunburnt. I know I'm gonna get sunburnt. Ah, oh, you a ranger, David. I I I have blonde hair and blue eyes, unfortunately. <laughs> I, slip slap slap. I only say that because I have a daughter who's a ranger and uh, she goes out in the sun and runs. Just runs. So like, uh, no. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, uh, put a long sleeve shirt on, a sun hat, and then just enjoy indeed. yourself. But what can we indeed. do for you today? So part of the reason I'm going to spend so much time in the sun is I've got an extremely large apricot tree yeah. um, that I hacked by half um, at the start of winter. Right. Um, and today was going to be its transplant day. Ah, marvellous. But I've... But I've noticed it's budding. Ah, um, okay. Is that going to be an issue? I mean, I'm not overly concerned about not getting any fruit this year. Right. Um, but I am I am worried about the fact that it's not dormant anymore. No, no, no. Don't worry about the fact that it's not dormant anymore. Um, now, all those buds will drop off uh, and you will not get fruit this year. However, um, or next year, summer um but it's still a splendid time to transplant the tree david okay so yep. don't worry about the buds they'll all fall off uh mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful day to be out there in the sunshine with your hat and your sunscreen and your long sleeve shirt your long pants and your gum boots indeed, indeed. <laughs> good on you david thanks for giving us thanks a call very much for that. no worries at all i've got a text here from rowanna in woodbridge oh um, yes she hasn't been able to prune her roses yet. Is it too late? No. Okay. Do stuff when you've got time. Tomorrow, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. What's, um, what's, I like to leave things till the last minute. What's yeah. last minute? I reckon uh, you for you, you'd be okay until the end of September. Oh, jeez. Heaps of time. There's a long weekend at the end of <laughs> September. What was I worried about? Uh, Peter in Hilton, good morning probably, to you. They're probably looking shocking anyway, are they? Wash your mouth out. Hi, Peter. Hi. Hello, morning. Peter. How are you? Very well. Excellent. Hey, um, look, I've just got a question about me double-grafted um, citrus. I've got a imperial mandarin which dominates and an orange growing low around the bottom. Right. And uh, after reading your wonderful little citrus, or buying and reading your little citrus book, Sabrina, oh, um, I'm just a little confused as to pruning because at the moment the, um, the orange is... Is flowering again. Yes. And we've only just sort of, you know, eaten the last of the oranges over the last, well, yeah. probably about two months ago. Yeah, the, yeah. the mandarin, same, but that's again starting to shoot. And you say don't really prune it until after the spring something or other, which I forget. <laughs> or August, um, if, if it's um, frosty. Yeah. So I'm kind of going, they need pruning now, but if I left it too late, or if I do prune them, will they reshoot again and keep going and everything's sweet? Now, what happens with oranges in particular, Peter, is they yeah. take about 12 months for the fruit to mature. 
Correct. So um, you've left your run a little bit too late because uh, if – now – what what can happen is if you prune your orange tree now, you're going to prune off all those buds and it will fruit, it will flower and fruit much later, okay? Yeah. yeah. So, um, so you usually, with oranges, because they flower immediately after, you know, when you've cropped, you've got, yeah. a, you've got a very short window of pruning time in there. Yeah, and, and yeah, you can't, yeah. You can't prune them in summer because the tree will get sunburnt. Mm. So you've kind of missed the opportunity. If you do want to prune, what you can do is just go, well, hell, I'm going to lose half my crop. Right, so the, the orange part is low, and that needs catching up anyway, so I'm happy to let that shoot okay. and grow and fruit and do all that, but the yeah. mandarin, which is, like, quite tall, yeah. and it's in a bit of a shady part, shady sunny spot at the back veranda, yeah. that um, that could do with a prune, but it's only just starting to shoot, and I'm just oh, wondering okay. if I've got time to, if yes. I can nip that one back by yes. maybe a third or a quarter or something. Yep. Thin it out because it's getting a bit dense and heavy in the guts of it. Yeah, so the mandarin, Peter, you can definitely prune now. I know it's right, starting cool. to shoot away, but it will reshoot. So, All so right, prune beauty. that. Yeah, so prune that today um, yeah. or this weekend, and yeah. you can definitely take a third off, no problem at all. All right, wicked. Thanks very much for okay. that. No worries. Enjoy the rest of your day. We in the will. Sun. Oh, we <laughs> will. Good on you, Peter. Thanks for calling, Liz in Mandra. Good morning to you. Hello, Liz. Liz is driving. Hi, how are you going? Good, Liz. Hey, um, we've just been travelling up North Territory and heading back down to Manbury now. Um, yep. Bollard trees. I've got a few seeds. How hard is the to grow Bollard trees? Sorry, Liz. I'm just going to pull the fader down there. Um, Boab trees was yes, your question. We seed. weren't getting a good line there. No, How okay. do you grow from seed? Okay, they germinate readily from seed. It is too cold at the moment to do that, so you're going to have to wait until November. So you take it out of the packing. You can eat the sherbet inside the Boab nuts. Actually, quite delicious. Um, some people heat treat the boab seed in hot water before they sow it. I've never had to do that. If you sow the seed in a seed raising mix around the November mark, they will germinate readily anything between two and four weeks. Um, You need to keep your boabs uh, in a pot individually once once they get to about 15 centimetres high. Um, don't put them in with other boabs and you need to keep them in a pot for minimum six years and in a lovely, warm, sunny spot. There you go. Sorry about that, Liz. Good luck. That's all we've got time for in terms of terms of calls this morning. Rapid fire text. I have two potted orchids and they have not flowered for 18 months. This is from Lisa from Denmark. Healthy yep. leaves but no flowers. What should I do or feed them? Yes, you can feed them with orchid mix and what they need is sunshine. So take them out in the sun this weekend. All right. Sab, travel safe today. I will do. Have yourself a ball at your long table lunch in Wild Catchem. I'll have myself a good afternoon at the footy and we'll be back to do it all again at 9 o'clock next week. We certainly will, Ro. (laughs) Thank you very much. Happy Saturday. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.